It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Well, what's the crack, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bookshot for Friday the 15th of it. Good Friday. It's Good Friday. No mate today, apparently. So, yeah, no mate. You can have fish. You can go... It's a pescatarian. You can do what you want. Anyway, Cork is on sale now for Clathered. I will, of course, be in Belfast April 23rd. I'll be in Dublin. They're all selling pretty good. Especially the Dublin one is selling pretty good. Dublin on the 5th, 6th, I'll be in Kavanaugh's Port Leash. And the 20th of May, I'm going to be in Collins or Cocklands, as the rest of the country would call it, down in Cork. With Sinead Quinlan is joining me on that one. So that'll be a bit of crack. There you go. So thank you to all the Patreons who got in touch this week. I got a load of messages from Patreons this week. Very nice, encouraging stuff from Patreons. I love that. A few nice messages on Instagram. So if you do want to become a Patreon, I, I see that faster because it actually gives me a notification so if you do want to join up and maybe chat and ask some questions about the, some of the fun things that I have coming up or some very very fun thing com- coming up that people might be interested in go over and join that you'll get this podcast last night ad free you'll get the video to this podcast on Saturdays and I'm doing a live one on the 24th if the head is still actually attached to my shoulders after doing the show in Belfast I'm doing a live one on Zoom with the Patreons only so there's that Go to the link in the show notes if you want to find tickets or anything else. The Patreon thing is all in the same link tree. Very handy yoke. Very handy thing. As well as merch. You know, and all, all the usual old things. Have a gander in there. Down in the show notes. Now, moving on to today's guest. We have been gigging back and forth, I suppose, together for, jeez, I'd say 10 years. And always had great crack, but was always kind of drunk or crossing paths. Like I was heading out the door, she would and we'd have a brief chat. She's somebody I always wanted to have on. I've written her name down on the list about 50 times. And finally, we made it happen. She was coming to us live from Clock Jordan in Tipperary. So please enjoy the brilliantly educational chat I had with the mighty Breda Larkin. Breda Larkin. Delighted. Oh, <laughs> delighted to have you. Delighted to be here. I have my little bit of tea here. Cheers. Oh, fair play to you. Cheers is right. There's no podcast writing without tea. I don't know. I never trust people that are drinking like soft drinks or whatever. It's like, come on, come on out of that. Yeah, yeah. Still cold, isn't it? Still cold for tea. Do, I, do you know what? I drink tea, boiling hot tea, the hottest day going. I, I don't give a damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, do you know, you're one, you're a person, I swear to God, I'm brute, I'm unreal for making lists. And I'm always mm. making lists and never completing these lists. And it really annoys me whatnot or getting to these lists. And I must have written Breed Larkin for podcast, I'd say 50 feckin' times. And I, because yes. <laughs> you're, you're always like somebody, you're always fierce interesting. Do you know that kind of way? Because you were, 
you were doing something different all the time than anybody else I knew. You know, that kind of anytime I ran into you, do you know, it's such as it always kept me kind of, I was like, I can breathe as somebody I had to have on, you know. So you're you're keeping well though. You're in the most again another very interesting scenario right now. Would you you briefly told me where? He, yeah. Where he... Well, I'm in Clock Jordan and uh, we're doing a, a show, so we're kind of residents here. So um, you know, at the eco village here, so um, they have a place you can they hire a you know you can hire a, a space, but um, Kean who's working with his sister lives here, so a bit so we bit of a community there as well we can show actually today we showed some of the our play to the kids his niece and nephew and it's very effective to just to try a few bits out on kids because it's for it's for children like it's it's a family show but it'll be on the street so you know you want the kids to be happy more than anything you know I love that you're in Clock Jordan yeah. and I when you said to me I'm going to be in Tip I was going what is must be some farming thing or something going on in yeah. Tip now or whatever but that's brilliant that it's not do you know what I mean that it's it's there's actually a space for that because I often wonder and we'll get into it too because how you find these things and like that it's if you go properly looking this weekend myself and Bernard Casey are in the back of beyonds in a place called hmm. Clohine at the foot of the, the, the V mountains and oh, it's nice, out. Yeah. we put on the two gigs because there's actually yeah. selling out You're like what? Yeah. what so it turns out if you go bring it to the people they will come like Oh, definitely. Sure. You know, like, I mean, you know, and rural people, I think, are always great for turning out. Like, you know, I mean, you know, the, the, the theatres in Ballinasloe, where I'm from, like, they're always, everyone always shows up for the musicals and the drama, you know, the usual dramas group. You know, three nights they sell out in a row, like, do you know what I mean? No bother, because um, everyone just goes. <laughs> so that's, you know, it's great to be able to bring a show around, you know. It costs a bit extra, because, you know, for touring, but it's worth it, you know, for to reach bigger audiences and stuff. So we could crack. It's, we're in mostly a lot of the festivals, you know. Yes. We'll be down in Dingle. I think we're in the, in the um, what's the one in Tipperary? Uh, the, the, oh, it's, it's gone from my head now. But uh, anyway, it's, it's a whole tour this summer, so. That is that class. Yeah. How, how long were you planning to put that one together because, or were you chomping at the bit? Were you to go in 2020, like, or? No, this is a brand new uh, show. So Kean Kinsley, the Lord of Strut, like he yes. um, got, uh, he hired me to be, we used to live together in Cork. We know each other really well. And actually we had a show during lockdown in Carlo Arts uh, Festival called Grow, which was about growing food. Like during lockdown, he kind of went back home and, and grow, grew food. He's very good at growing food anyway. So like he just did his videos from his garden, just, you know, putting in potatoes and whatever else in, in his kind of style he did it. So they kind of gave him money to do a show and he got me and Deirdre, but it's actually kind of true. We were kind of on lockdown, didn't have anything else to do except go to his mother's farm, which farm, it's like a, a big garden. It's like <laughs> a nice big garden, five acres on the barrow. So it's very, it was very nice, you know what I mean? And we do a lot of um, talking about, you know, the eco, I, I, like the environment and yeah. how to grow and soil and everything. I'm doing a soil course at the moment as well. So it's all relative to what I'm kind of doing. Do you know what I mean? So, so now, now you're talking my language. You're doing a soil course. Yeah. One of my favorite subjects when I studied engineering was soil mechanics. And when I say it yeah. to people, they're like, oh, what, what are you talking about? Now, ours would have been more so about the bearing and the strength of different grounds, grounds and stuff like that. But I went into, yeah. I went into like, I suppose just nearly terraforming is what we did, but we were creating big gardens and that we were building golf courses. 
Do you know, in a way. So, but earth, earthworks were always a thing that interests me and, and what to be grown inside them and why does it smell a certain way and stuff like that. And where are you studying that, doing a, a soil course? Well, I'm doing a, so I'm part of a farm group called Hall of Bio. Lovely. So we yes. got, an, it's, it's, yeah, we, I like this was actually started in Clock Jordan. So it's a good full circle. It's a couple of years old, like four or five years old now. I've been a member of the core group for a couple of years because, um, like they're just a great bunch. They're all farmers, like they're all small horticulture, but some of them are micro dairies. And here in uh, Clock Jordan Crawford Farm, Mimi and Owen Crawford, they run a very successful, you know, um, micro dairy milk. Butter. I've had their milk. I've actually had their yeah. milk. Yeah. And so they run a good farm, like, you know, um, small holding, but successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they work, but anyway, so that's what she's on in the core groups. So it's really good people in there. I'm learning a lot at the last couple of years, learned tons, you know. And I'm farming a bit with daddy, like, but I'm mostly in transition to see what we can do, how to come out of the beef system in a way, you know. Yeah, that was what I was, I want to pick your brain about this because, yeah, like, like that now, myself and, her, uh, and herself, we're, we're eyeballing a couple of acres back the way, you know. And that yeah. is the plan is to more or less reverse, come off the grid as much as possible. Mm. For a bunch of reasons, but also, why wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, why wouldn't you? Um, but what, what's what's your plan for, is, are you, were you dry stock, are you beef? So we're dry stock beef, we're suckler now, it's dry stock, but my father, he's 77, he's, he, the hip is at him and lately, he's like, the hip, the hip is sore now, if that goes, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody, anybody else 77? Would be fucking feet up, but old country farmers lad, oh. sure, lads the very same as hard as nails, but bits hanging off him with he's busted. So funny, he's out there doing it all, but it's grand. Like it's kind of you know winding down a little, but so the soil course I'm part of the group, so I tested the soil. You know, a soil scientist came out, she you know took a sample, and it's like um stuff for like compaction to see how much compaction is in the ground and recognize yeah. compaction. And then test of organic matter and then, you know, the kind of structure of it and then all the kind of nutrients that would be in there, like, you know, so it's probably good, actually, for a field that has cattle on it, heavy beasts, you could say it's a bit compacted, but it's got great organic matter. So I can start to understand, you know, the different farm systems, what's good and what's, you know, not good. But we've good land and fairness that we've good, you know, arable land really thanks to what we farm in there since. I don't know the eighteen hundreds or something. You know, it's very, it's good land. You know, good for yes. <laughs> and, but, and um, yeah, because that's what we're we're looking at at the minute now. Is it would appear to the naked eye not good land? Yeah. But I had a bit of a good old route at it, and it's actually mm. grand. It's grand. It just hasn't been farmed. I'd say in fifty years. So you yeah. know yourself, it's gone. It's just wild. It's great. You know, folded over tussocks of grass. The odd old rush but it was previously drained and the drains were never looked after, you know, that kind of way. So it's like, oh, I could get at this rightly now and, and do a right job. I'll just have to pick Breeders' brain. Yeah, well, I think, you know, like reclaiming land is, like, I, I'm just all about the trees because actually tree lanes, like agroforest is a great forum started now. It's North and South Agroforestry Forum of Ireland. There's some absolutely brilliant people in there. And they, like, this is kind of what needs to happen in Ireland. Instead of the reliance on the synthetic fertilizers and all just put in like rows of trees which would be kind of controversial but you can still cut between them like 20 meters you can still yeah and what happens is the roots are you know do everything that the compaction it brings oxygen in it, it sort of creates a structure it brings in nutrients especially you can cut and drop and you can put in different types of trees like 
you know, like willows or things you can coppice and cut down, like grow back and keep them tight and maybe let the odd fruit tree grow if you want. But that's a very interesting way now to go, you know, to drain yes. land in a more, I suppose, holistic way because reclaiming land, I always think nature's going to win. The brushes just come up, the docks come up, you know, and what, like it's a vicious circle really, but at home we've a good, like he's pretty, when I say organic, like he doesn't put, he's not heavy on the old nitrogen. He can't afford it this year. <laughs> I was going to say it's a, it's a thousand euros a ton this year. Jesus Christ. I was only talking about it. Unbelievable. Yeah, so now, like I suppose I'm proud of Tollip Joe because we have solutions. I'm in this uh, group. There's some brilliant people, Morris, DC, big tillage farmers. It's not just uh, you know, the, the kind of, it's the environmental, it's the European innovation project that Tollip Joe got, which does take in the whole of Ireland and some great farmers came aboard. They don't necessarily have to be members of Tollip Joe, but they're just interested in testing the soil, seeing what to do. Some of them are tillage, some of them are dairy, mostly yeah, mixed, really mixed farming is, is you know, that sort of thing. But um, you farm stock beef as well, don't you? At home? We did, we did. We've gotten out of it. We've gotten out of it oh. since the same fellow that bought the farm now is a big horse. Because the land was good, like, but so he's a big horse man. So his horses oh. is all he keeps there now. Like, so they have some lovely land to wander around. To be fair, this place has actually been overrun around here. A lot of, a lot of people bought land around here and then did nothing at all with it. But yeah. the deer, the deer are having a field day around here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, the yeah, the license is on the way. The license is on the way. The wolf. You can be the wolf. Okay. I know, but the only, the only thing is, it's, it has to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, because yeah, I, I, I totally, uh, I think we should be breeding, like, deer meat or, or, you know, things that can, you know, like, breed fast. Rabbits even, yeah. you know, I don't know. Like, I find, like, the beef is just too much, it's too much inputs now and they're, I don't know. They're beasts too, Tom. I mean, I see the owlhead gets an old kick one day. He'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. And I, I sometimes said to me, you know, Mammy's out there too. You're forcing her to go out. And we're not, none of the girls are interested. I've only got sisters and I'm not there. You know, I kind of like, luckily I'm busy now. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I used to be hanging around the farm because I'm waiting for some job. And now I do have a proper job where I want in theatre, but it's full on. Do you know yourself? It's pro- if you're doing a show, you have to put everything into it, you know. So oh yeah, you're not going for silage in now as you after you're getting done there this evening. No, like, you know? I'm not even home. I'm gonna go home maybe Thursday though, too, but <laughs> yeah, of course, because you're addicted, you have it in your veins, like. But as you say yeah. that, I remember I, I was chatting with Michael Rice, you know, Michael Rice from yeah, do, Kilkenny. Yeah. Like mm. his father sure a bull, a bull turned on him. Yeah. The poor man poor man wouldn't write for months after it. Like so mm. as you said, there are beasts. I've been a full advocate of uh rabbit and deer i can't understand well i do i totally get it big agri are absolutely shutting out the idea and perpetuating this notion of myxomatosis and lyme disease and all the rest of it like well i've had hundreds yeah. of both and never <laughs> other than having a weird mustache and a, a bad haircut that's about as yeah. uh, as bad as mad as i've gone from any of the things like but you sure i mean you can't make money yeah, on something you can yeah, catch yourself absolutely. you know <laughs> so and that's all it is it's glad you see how it is like i did the green start there lately and I have a joke. I want to do a comedy out of this. I say they should be wearing the teachers like should be wearing a, like the Formula One, you know, like the yeah. <laughs> the sponsored. Yeah. They're sponsored by because <laughs> it's so obvious. If I came out of there learning nothing, I then like well, throw a bit of tin, tin, tin with you, it'd be all right, you know. Yeah. You know, farming's easy, really. If you measure the grass and you put it in here and you give all this and the, so I don't know. It's a bit. Um, it was a bit. Um, boring in a sense like all oh, that soil we did a bit of soil but like basically like, kind of like leave insert egg science stuff yeah. you know like not going really into 
how to keep it like you know like even like when you see if you see land at all that has water logged it's totally compacted you know and compaction can happen from loads of things it can happen from silage uh, or slurry I should say a slurry big machinery loads of things but it just like it needs a bit of a rest that's it I know that's controversial because you're, you're a big you know you're producing you know but yeah you do, of course yeah uh, yeah or else there's a thing called mob grazing keep moving them on you know like but that's more work you have to go out there and move the electric fences but you know, like, don't let them eat it up, like, kind of, they're kind of... Don't eat it, the, eat it down to red raw, like, yeah. Yeah, like, so you're kind of using the animals as tools to build your soil, you know, farming the soil instead of the grass, because, you know, you could build up organic matter really quickly there, you know, like that way. And and, and then you, suddenly you won't need the, the fertilizer, because it'll, you know, it's all about, I think, you no know, granite, but it's, I think overstocking is a big problem, you know? But sure, this is it, like, yeah. there, it, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to the amount we have, like, you know, in the way... You see yeah, what's been being processed and the process that goes into like I'm off. I love I, what I would love is to have to raise our own cow or our own yeah. bullock. And yeah. it, you know what I mean? Process it as per needed. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I know it, I, I'm only natural. I just want to give you a name now. His name is Clive Bright. He's a good surname. He's a um, Clive Bright, rare, right? Yeah. It's Sligo. A rare room and air is his name of his website. And he, you know, is organic, but he's took over his father's dairy farm. I don't know about fifteen years ago or something. Like that. But he he's now completely, almost completely, you know, he's got a circular economy. He, he does his own cattle, and he, you know, they're outside mob grazing, and then he processes them themselves. He brings them to a fella in, I think it's Grange in Longford. Anyway, but the butcher they'll do it. He does his meat boxes. He has his twenty kilos of meat boxes, and he's got his loyal customer base, and he's got lovely grass fed. Mar- really good meat like you know like hard for sure kind of like who are hardy and like off the land you know what I mean culls if they're not thriving he'll cull them you know and stuff like this he's, he's got ex- he's a website is so it explains everything so well yeah he's been on a few things like he'd be on air to the ground Clive Bright like he's popular because he's young and really good speaker um, but he's I think the future for what in the west anyway or in the midlands for you know for what to consider bad land but just small fields small pastures I, I've, I have a funny feeling that, that with pricing and everything, I think it'll be forced to go that way. I, th- I think it'll be forced. To, it'll have to be because you can't rely on, as you said, 10, 10, 20 at a thousand euros a ton now. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. 
No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You know, you can't, like. You'd be hoping people don't go into debt just to do it, you know, because, I mean, that's the big problem. And, like, don't uh, fall for it. It's, you know, another, I mean... I don't know. Clive is my hero anyway. I love, I properly got into farm and that's what I'll be doing. I tell daddy, that, he's always saying to me, sure, what work? The amount of work, how are you going to move the trot? I said, well, can, you're a blacksmith, you can make a wheel, we'll, move, we'll push it. Yeah. That shit, that's a lot of work. I'm like, well, I think farmers should work. You know what I mean? Do you know what? It's just funny you say it because I remember like my grandfather, like they're in a, they were in a peak. My grandfather only passed away last year at 100. They were in a peak on him, about fit as a flea. Yeah. But the bastard was working 12 hours a day. Yeah, 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 and when you look at it, you're like, he could put away six thousand calories, but not a pick yeah. on him, like because you're going all day long, like because just you're only you're treating it like a, like the amount of lads I see now leaning on gates, chatting over gates in the middle of the day, and yeah. you're like, come on now, come off it, come off it, yeah. like you're not, you know, and then buying fortune to buy in grain, and you're like, when your yeah. gra- your father didn't do that, he would have grown turnips and mangled them and fed him that instead, like you know, or beef even, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's just a bit like it is very expensive, and you can either do the like change system completely. But what's I I think you know I I'd like to do the in balance slow this year for the fair because I never do ten ten twenty the land is on drugs my my um my lecture my quirky lecture for the farmers you know during the but lockdown happened you know and we couldn't do it so I did that's how Annie Oaks came about I I used the money yeah. to to make the video with the girls and um because I got money from Galway 2020, but it was great. I was like, uh, balance low, small town, big ideas. Like, oh, well, I do agriculture and the environment, t- you know, 10, 10, 20. Like, it was landed on, the fair day landed on the 10th, the 10th, 2020. It was, it was Stop. a sign. Stop. Yeah. So I was like, 10, 10, 20, the land's on drugs. And just talk about, because I learned about synthetic nitrogen. I learned about, you know, it's it's actually disrupting the my, the mushroom web underground. That's the biggest thing that it's doing is, do you know that yourself, you don't see any mushrooms in the fields anymore, yeah. like flat yeah. mushrooms. Like that's why it's actually disrupted the mycelium, you know, that, that network, the World Wide Web underground of all the mushrooms. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's a you know a more scientific word for it, but that's basically at the... Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard of it. I know, yeah. I know, I've, microbial. I... Yeah. So that's what the mostly t- it's doing, synthetic nitrogen, because, you know, like Tom, when the grass sees, it's like sugar. It, it takes, it just gets lazy and takes the sugar or the, you know, from the thing instead of going deep into the, into the, into the soil and getting nutrients that way, the natural way. And slowly the soil is becoming, you know, deader in a sense because then the, the grass becomes weaker, becomes more relying on the, on the old synthetics. But I mean, it can be turned around. I mean, this fellow said five years it can all turn around, but you have to start cutting out the thing and then maybe adding new more you know like like you said yeah in odd time like more things with roots and stuff because the yeah. roots are so short so that will take it'll just be a, a change because I, I I feel if I listened to the green search they'd have me going out to one of daddy's old pastures spraying it yeah you know, spraying it off and uh, then reseeding with a couple of rye the Italian job 
Yeah. A couple of rye, rye grasses and a bit of clover. That's the new. Did you hear about clover? You know, it's something yeah. simple. Four or five species when you could put in 40. You know what I mean? Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, what's the teaching? That's the teaching, Tom. And, and I've talked to owl lads who's, yeah. who are heartbroken when their young lads are coming out saying this shite to them. Do you know? And it's, um, so it's, it's you know, this, they call it a grazing platform. So it's like a, a factory floor, I would say. They, they look at land like a factory floor. So I suppose with Talifio, I'm opposing. I think that's wrong because actually the other way won't be good for business because you'll be able to be self-sufficient in a few years but no one's going to get any money that way. But I'm not saying everyone should do it. Obviously, there's big farms that need it, but the small farmers should just get, just try and cut their costs down like that. Do you know what I mean? But it's more work, like I said, and the labour is a problem, you know. That is a problem too, you know. Yeah, well, I, yeah my, well, that's my argument with that is I have, I have no, I've absolutely no time for that when labour is the only issue. It's like a fellow was saying to me about going up and doing, I, doing a job and then I said well after that then I'm going on to Mana and he's oh fuck. I mean what she'll be wrecked I went yeah so fucking what tiredness do you think tiredness mm. is going to something that you should crib about like do you know what I mean when I'm yeah. you know I'm getting to do a gig or whatever what are you talking your tiredness is a thing is is not it's not like somebody's battering me across the head with a hammer on the way there like it's just just tiredness like I think we've fallen out of fashion a small bit with a small bit of elbow grease like you know people are a small bit frightened oh, of it like definitely like and even farming like the idea of work is like a poor thing or something yeah. he's you know it, it's you know but like you need to work or else you're sitting in a bloody tractor and well sure doing the green story I also had to, a tractor you had to do you know a little uh, driving test in the tractor I was going to ask you that yeah 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 Bring it round and thing. I was just sat in the thing. I was like, it's like being the fucking Starship Enterprise. Like, you know, started. I was like, what is this? You can't even see. It. I, I was very weird. I was like, this is. I would not want to farm. You know. And I have a good joke too about like big tractor like that costs what one hundred and fifty grand, something crazy. Yeah. And then like you know, horsepower could pull nineteen tons. And then you, you know, one pass, you look at the back of what's in the back of it—a transport box. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The transport box, maybe with a roll of wire inside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he could have put in his car. Yeah. Exactly, fuck it on his bicycle. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I know the plowing championship is very popular and all, but like it's 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 just like you know selling people a, a, an idea or something. But it, it's not. It's it's been proven now, and the IFA and everything are uh, ton of bio. Like you know, we we're showing up at all sorts of soil events now, talking about the project because it's a European project, you know. And IFA lads are like, Jesus, that's actually even they're like thinking, fucking, that sounds like the way we should be going. You well, know? It, is, it is funny you say it because my uncle would be staunch IFA. You know, he's a contractor yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I remember I spoke to you just a couple of years ago now. He says, Jesus, I'll have to get out of this. I'll have to get out of these cows. And for, for oh, Jesus Christ, this is just. But then uh, something, because something had twigged in his brain. I don't know, did he, he must have listened to now a podcast yeah. or something. Something twigged in his brain. And yeah. We're ruining the place with him. I said, yeah. Now he's in Wicklow, but he and he was creating what he wanted to create then was uh, uh, land that they they would all give up to a degree mm. for people to go hill walking and, and just leave it to the animals and leave it leave it to the to the bees and the you know and everything else they wanted to live yeah. up there. Like truth be told, a load of fellows weren't into it, but just fuck all you could do with a bar, put a couple of sheep up in it. You know, it's just not no use. But yeah. he started to turn. I was like, get out of it all together and start growing cannabis. Rocket, start growing mm. cannabis. Do something, or you know, do something that you don't have yeah, to spray. I tell you, like, there's a good business in like growing apples. Well, 
you know, yeah. cider business. There's good business in growing. Like hemp is on the on the on the up. You know, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like there are interesting things happen but yeah 100% I think just you know like stop what you're doing especially lads in the 70s I know it's scary business but sure why should they this obsession oh I need to leave a big you know leave this that and the other you know I can't change or like you know I think you know need to just stop and take a moment you know and even sure I'm talking to the outlet about it too and he's still mad for buying cattle but I mean sure he likes it and that's grand but I mean he's you know, there's loads of things I'd like to do in the farm eventually. But I mean, like I said, you have you do need to commit to it. It's like Anthony, and, you know, it's uh, so a few more years of gallivanting, I might go home then, you know. Well, if you if you set up like your man now, a nice vlogging business or whatever, that we could all watch you doing it. Like, you know, well, this yeah. this top acre here, I'm going to go up. That's going to be my haggard. You know, that's going to be pure yeah. spuds up there. or what, You know what I mean? Or whatever. I'm going to leave that yeah. to, the, to the pheasants. Do you know, yeah. I, I think it would make for very, very. Did you by any chance see a program that's on? You'd, you'd get it on more four to call the simpler life and i've heard of it yeah i think his, I know it. it's yeah. very interesting to a big he was a big he's a big scientist in harvard or something this fellow american and he's been i know he's been on joe rogan and he set it up in england in devon where basically they're after leasing this farm and his um they've left it bog basic like it was in the 1820s and they've sent over an amish family to run it Oh, yeah. And be the the man, and what they've done then is they've brought in people who wanted to get a, pull out of the rat race of their lives in the big cities, and uh, and see could they work no no electricity, no telly, no nothing, and just work and learn yeah. how to work. Now yeah. you, they don't go too hard on them in all fairness because they break them like. But it's it's unbelievable how they measured, they were able to measure their psychological evaluation, the ones that would mm. stick it out, the older ones now you couldn't break them. The, the older ones have all packed in after week of three or four because they're going, oh, I can't have me curry. I want a couple of bees. And they're going, no, that's not what we're here for. And all the youngsters are going, this is unbelievable. One lad, yeah. he was a pure rake of young. He was only ever, he only ever got to seven and a half stone. Mm. And he says, look, I'll never put on weight. It's just the way I am. Ended up loving it. Oh, weeding fields. Weeding now. Yeah. Proper weeding like. Weeding yeah. like maybe 20 acres. And yeah. within a month, he put on a stone and a half of must. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you couldn't believe his luck, like, but it was just yeah. interesting to see how how like the people 50 plus and 40 was they 40 late 40s upwards. No, no, no. The 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 brain had been set at that stage and was set for urban yeah, life but, and no way. Yeah. No, the young people, I mean, but like it's it is up to the young people. Like, I mean, you can give out our lads all day, but like it is our it is they worked like you know yourself, our fathers like worked like dogs like so it's his our turn to and yeah. the generation to give it a go i mean so there is that as well so i i think with tall of you it's great because there is young people and, and people it's slowly kind of you know like getting out there like i mean the pro if you look at our website now you'll see there's a, a map of our there's going to be 15 farm walks over the summer and it's, great. it's all in different water catchments do my water catchment so we're in the upper shannon or the lower yeah. shannon one and fergal anderson's in the upper so there's two even though he's like near Loch Ray and I'm near, I suppose, Kiltormer. So like it's, um, but so the farm walk, you can just, anyone can come on it. I suppose I'm doing that course, like I said, the Elaine Ingham soil course, which is really complicated and it's long and I have to listen and you can't move on to the next lecture until you do a quiz and get them all right. Of course. Well, at least 80%. <laughs> but it's good. So I am learning a lot and she's like, I suppose, a thick and she's been doing it for 40 years. She called it 1981. She's been, you know like just understanding what, what soil does is 
it's so amazing soil like it, it'll do once the right conditions are right it'll do whatever you want it to do you know i know she says like once you have the exudates around the root and also around the plant a healthy yeah. plant healthy roots they build this sort of glue like no pest can penetrate like nothing you know you really like even you know weather and storms and stuff so she has had real proof that this is actually working you know like a lot of farmers that have gone this way she's american you're michigan minnesota actually so we speed up her lecture because she's really slow talking <laughs> well of course you see they've they've they're absolutely riddled with what monsanto has done to him over there like you know what i mean exactly the place is a state in in, in middle america yeah you know i, I mean is- making these genetically inferior seeds and you can only buy their seeds and they'll fail if you don't yeah. put their weed killer on them seeds and you're like for the love of jesus you know you can do nothing yeah, but I'd be worried about the wheat thing now that they might be, you know, open doors for genetically modified wheat from America, you know, or something. So I think we should resist that because like you said, you're right. If they just, they like, if they could blow into my field yeah, and then next thing I will be sued because it's my seed, you know, that it's just a dirty old business. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I understand, you know, modifying things for different climates and they will be necessary for probably for in, but with, you know but the idea that they're taking the whole they want all the food all, the all of it it's, just like, it's so creepy it. like, like you know, it's creepy yeah so it's like like micro dairy i would say to people like to really if they have if they're lucky enough to have like a micro dairy or a local you know horticulture person really close by like within a couple of kilometers they should definitely support them you know and make a community and like i say go and do a half a day's work and you get a free bag of veg and you know but this is this is it well yeah. i mean we take we take our little fellow there's a there's a great farm fruit farm up the road and uh their classes they've been there forever they're dutch people it's on okay, the way yeah. between care and clanmel okay, and, yeah, yeah. but we were nearly joking the last day well i mean we i said they'll have a picture of him up banning him because of the, the carnage he ate through the last day like the, uh, he he our lad doesn't want to eat anything that's has been produced in the kitchen but he'd pull a carrot straight out of the ground we'd eat it with dirt and worms and everything hanging off it like you know yeah. but he wouldn't fucking touch one inside yeah, just a, but he he you know, yeah we should have weighed him like a you know you weigh the trailers going into a place we should have weighed him going in and going out because what he ate inside there like but it was more cracked than he, any youngster could ever have running around gobbling out berries and stuff like that and biting out bits of apples and and nothing washed yeah, nothing yeah. sprayed nothing washed you know, you're eating a beetle yeah. every second one, like, it's fine, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's great to understand the food system. People need to get involved, but the, 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 hopefully this, like, the the farms that are on it, the 15 farms, people go on the website, tallofio.ie, they can, it's a really good website now. It's got all the, you can, like, log on to, the, you know, wherever, Tipperary. I, I don't know, I can't remember offhand, but there is someone around Tipperary somewhere. It's and starting the, to you. I, there's murmurings of it, all right, because we're intense around here. It's intensive beef farming, like it really is. It's intensive beef farming, to, and as you go a bit more west, southwest, it does start to get into kind of arable land and stuff like that. But, um, like, but yeah, let me know the farm walk, and if you want to learn, I'd love to. That's where to go. The farm walk. You, I mean, there'd be one, there'd be a couple starting. The first one starts on the 22nd. I know it starts on the 2nd of May and it's Fergal Anderson in Leaf and Root Farm near Kilrikel. And he's Upper Shannon, sort of East Galway. Um, they have a nice bit of a, a horticultural land, but he grows green manures. And they, they've been grown for restaurants there 
So their like soil is is amazing. I mean, if you wanted to get good the compost, best of the best, you know, yeah, yeah. Way to go. But he's, you know, but it's hard work. Like they're nearly as well. I suppose we're kind of challenging the idea of who's a farmer because these uh, young horticulture women and men like they get no um single farm payment. You know, they have no you know support and even access to finance is hard to expand and buy more land etc you know so so there is but they really produce huge amounts of food and they supply food so i don't know how it's measured really you know yeah but, uh, yeah but tell me this and tell me the the because we've gigged together a bunch the wild geese then is uh, that's is the is that just the two or is there because i there's often three involved no it's just the two of us yeah me and laura yeah um, yeah you and laura we have with Stony Banter, we have had a few guests, you know. Yes. And so that's what, how that. But but with the, we're doing a show, a gig now in Easter Sunday in Street Sixty Six in Dublin, and that's just be me and Laura because and we're happy. I actually feel a bit more happy because you know having extra guests adds another strain. Especially you know Dave McSavage was on our on oh, our last time. You would know what way that's fucking gonna go. Like. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh god, it was. I mean, it it was fine. People, I you know liked it, but I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> go on, it, tell it, me, it, give it, me your stress levels, because I I worked with McSavage. Like I know you wouldn't know what's gonna happen next. Like. Yeah, so we had like a cat. The cabaret starts around nine. We do a good first half. We usually have a burlesque dancer as well. For a and it was going great. The audience were, it's full house again. And a lot of like queer audience, new audience, maybe coming from Max Savage and all that. And we had a good mix. Um, a couple yeah. of nice uh, lesbians in the front. You know, that's good. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the you you but, said uh, like you went out and handpicked, I need a couple of nice lesbians for the front, please. <laughs> I don't want any of them, them bad old lesbians. I want nice ones for up the front now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually call them the, the, the dykes up the, the dykes at the back and the, the lesbians up the front, yeah. But, um, so, um, it was a good show, and so it just happened to be the interval. You know, everyone's okay, interval, and uh, blah blah, and people go downstairs and they go off fags, whatever else. And uh, next thing I turn around, there he is, and he's um, okay, round two, name something that's not boring, a laundry, oh, a book club, computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, he's stressed out. He's like, oh, where do I sit? Where do I sit? But the room's all higgledy-piggledy. It's upstairs in Kavanaugh's. It's a great room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pubs. That's just it's a tiny stage over in the corner. And, it, you know, it needs a bit of work. But I think the room threw him and um all that so uh but he was kind of rude to me and then he's rude to laura as well it was hilarious so and like, i could take it because i grew up all men you know grew up in fucking yeah. the farm uh Kiltormer, you know all, but uh, i think laura was a bit more taken aback plus she was communicating with him a lot like at the text she met him on the street and asked i mean they're just chatting and that's yeah. how it came about so like anyway 
yeah, he did his thing, but he kind of insulted us, the venue, the, the other act. He's so freak. He's so freak. Like, he does it the whole it was, time. It was the tension was, you know, but at the same time, I couldn't really enjoy because I was kind of like, oh, could I? And then we, you know, he left and we pulled him back. Then he did come back up. My friend Kate went down chatting to my friend and he came back up and we saw our last few songs and we had a bit of, and then we chatted after and it was great. I was like, why didn't you tell me you're fucking, you know, um, anxious or whatever? You know, it's funny, like, but I think, anyway, he's a madman. But uh, it, I still, it's all grand in the end, but, uh, you know, so it's funny when you're doing a show, a cabaret, and then you've got that, you know, you're trying to do everything and then yeah. kind of when the ego comes in, which is fine. It's comedy and it's, it's you know, we know it's out yeah. there. You know, so you're dealing with acts, you know. He's, yeah, he's one. But they, I, again, Dave is... If you if you know him long enough, like I did, and I suppose I've worked with more way more ignorant people than him, like in the buildings, yeah. more than anything in the buildings, where you there's only two words, or you know, fuck off, yeah. fuck man, one that's it. And he switches into gear and just like that now he, after he had the fag and everything, but he'll just he'll jump at all this up and a lot of it too. I reckon is all the old act, the act he's thrown on too is just you know the, I reckon a lot of it is the old act he'd be putting on. Well, uh, but I thought like, you know, maybe, you know, I don't mind your shtick on stage, but like, you know, when it comes to greeting, yeah. oh, hello, like it would just seem to be on then maybe. Uh, and maybe, and then it was, uh, anyway, it was fine. Do you know, it sounded like, you know, it's all an experience, but that was, so we're doing really well. We have that, we're trying to force ourselves to do once a month. Because Brilliant. Just so it's it's monthly and people can expect, um. So we have got Simon O'Keefe next time and Floozy and Boozy. They're like a cabaret act as well. So we'd keep it to two acts and, you know, and so, yeah, but uh, it's grand. It's it's great, actually. I, I did a bit of gigging there myself with uh, Brian Gallagher and uh, Melinda there. He's got a very good room in Four Dame Lane. It's called Comedy oh, Do Something. Yes, I'm to do, I think I'm to do it. So yeah, next, it's really good. Next month, I think I'm to do yeah, it. Great room. He's, he's great. A full, like a lovely room. I mean, it is nice to have the audience right there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and, and yeah, anyway. Oh, trying, yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I have no, I was up, I did gigs at the weekend and not that I was flabbergasted, but it was just, it was such a, like a warm hug. It was like, oh, it's all back here. Like mm. I mean, it was humming. I did three gigs Friday and Saturday and all three shows packed to the bollocks. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is, this is class. We've just gone from being, you know, hidden under a rock for two years to all of a sudden. It was nearly a shock to the system, the first couple of gigs, because I've done gigs back, all right, not many in Dublin. And they've been they've been slow burners for getting crowds and stuff like that. But this is, this was at the weekend, phenomenal to see how many people. Oh, and that was in Dublin, was it? Yeah, there was no, two yeah. shows. No, sorry, two shows yeah. in, in the Workman's Club and two shows in the, or and a show in the, the internet or the, the laughter lounge. So it was. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's a great crowd, yeah. But by all accounts, I mean, sure, the Workman's Club alone has, it has two. It has the lads upstairs that I was doing with Cracked In. I didn't realise there's another one, Stitches Comedy Club, right downstairs in the same actual building. So they're actually, they've got two comedy clubs that can oh, function. Oh, in the as, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's very good. No, I mean, people, I mean, they're great. There's people really working hard, putting on gigs. Brian Gallagher is unbelievable. He does it, you know. And um, Eddie Malarkey, they're they're really Trojans, you know. I met them in Edinburgh. We had great crack a couple of years, like last year, I think it was. I can't remember the years. Or we went over in the van just, but you know, it was, it was on, but it was kind of half on. Yeah. But uh, we had good time, and um, you know, did a bit of this that, and the other. It was great. Yeah, enjoyed it anyway. 
have you still got have you still got the van yes i do it's in it's get it needs a new engine uh so i have (laughs) i I knew i knew but i'm going to perlis actually technically i do (laughs) well i've had this engine for seven years but you know i don't know i get to know more and more about like volkswagen and like you know the old just if them old early 90s engines are the they're gold dust because they fit into everything. The, the original, they're the original Volkswagen or something. Yeah. That has, they're like a blueprint. So if you can get like something that's not burnt out or, you know, or seized up or something, you know what I mean? Uh, still running in an old caddy or something. So that's how kind of on the lookout. But I think I might have one in Turles now. So I'm going to have a gawk on Friday. So. Brilliant. Oh, and, and then you... I'll bring it to your man, Tina Healy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mike, there's a great guy in Clock Jordan here as well, actually, or Tommy Vara, I know. Uh, so I'll see, maybe I'll... Anyway, you know, there's people that can do it all right. Good oh, there's a fella, there is a fella in Tinnahili, you're right. That's, and that's where the uncle is. That's where the uncle has the farm. In Tinnahili, your uncle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, way. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where the van is now. Not quite, a little bit in towards uh, um, the boy. What's that place? Uh, Kappa Boy, anyway, it's another, yes. it's, it's yeah. Cool Boy. Is that it, Cool Boy? Yeah, Cool Boy. Yeah. I always thought, thought it was the most hilariously named mm. place ever, Cool Boy. Yeah, Cool Boy. But I was, well, I was talking. Hopefully talk- we'll be on the road now for the summer. That's what I'm hoping, anyway. And, yeah. and, and will you go to Edinburgh again? Will you pop over? No, for- I don't think I'll go this year. No, I was too stressful, Tom. Jesus Christ, I was on the hills. I know, yeah. Break at one time. Oh, Jesus. I opened the van door, the, the side door came off in our hand. <laughs> it was like... And then I kept getting fucking tickets because then it cost four quid an hour to park the bus yeah. and they come around. And so <laughs> I could, it was cheaper. I, I just used to drive out to Leith and yeah. leave it there. Yeah, yeah, I did that. And hang around. And uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't do it in the van again, no way. I, it's, it's just too too much uh, hassle. But um, good crack though. But like we, yeah, so we are, the, the cabaret is going away. We, we might be doing a bit of filming in June, that might happen. And we've got a good few gigs again with Kean for his, um, he's got this cabaret called Paradise Cabaret that was in the St. Patrick's Festival. So we're one of the acts in that yeah. cabaret. So that's what you really want, like something that you just have to show up and do a few songs. And, that's you know, always know. nice when you don't have the stress of putting on the shagging thing, like, you know, that kind of way where you're, yeah, you're, you're own, your own publicist, your own fucking, you know, yeah. organizer. Where did you get, or did you get somebody to make, the giant, yeah, the giant that. vagina. <laughs> well, you knew it. By, you knew even by my hand signal what I was <laughs> talking about. It's not the first time you've been asked. No, I was. Um, it's a funny story. I I was like in Cork. I lived in Cork, and I was like, you know, I wrote the song. The, the song had come out of Facebook. People just saying their name for their vagina. Honestly, God, I literally put cards to it and just yeah, jiggled yeah. around a few words, and then. I, you know, he said, you're a gowl. And then I was like, oh, you're a gowl. You're a gowl. I was like, you know, it'd be funny if it turned around and I was a gowl. And I was in the circus that <laughs> at the time. And I actually was a gowl. And this girl was like, I make, she's Italian. She's like, I make you a, I make you fanny head. She makes masks. You know, it just so happened. And I was like, okay, great. She goes, I, I just need some foam tights, uh, yeah, you know, glue. And I, so I was getting all the ingredients for her and I, throwing them in over her wall <laughs> in car. Fanny MacGyver. And like, what? She'd bring a, She'd ring and say, you want eye holes in your vagina? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you want pubic hair? I said, sure. She goes, get me a black wig. So I took Kian's wig. <laughs> so, and then she made your vaginas ready. And I remember when I saw it first, I got a big shock. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, can't be fucking weird. But it was also really hilarious. But you know, they showed me the funny that same year. I like literally showed me the funny. That was a joke I had at the end. 
you know, I'm a bit dyslexic, so I thought it was show me the fanny. Brilliant. Because the, the U was kind of like that. So I turned around with the fanny head on and everyone, and people fell off the stool and I knew I'd win it. I was like, yeah. So of course, like, it's, it, that's how it, you close with uh, a giant with vagina the on your head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jerry Mann loved it. <laughs> I think I do think some older men though in comedy are a bit conservative. It's very funny, you know. They don't, but like I love it. I I think that's why I like the cabaret scene more. I think it can be more bold or something in a in a different way. But you know, it's it, I still think the stand up in Ireland is great. The standard of comedy is great, and you know, there's a good vibe. I, I think, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think I think there is, and you're right in the cabaret thing because things like that I've. I've got, it brought my horizon to step out a small bit and do, I was doing like a big pro panto for like five years in a row down in Limerick. But the the people a you panto. meet. Yeah, panto. Oh, um, right. I didn't yeah, for University Concert Hall. Um, oh, no, we didn't. There's, that never, that never once any year. They were, they don't do it. It's like, oh, that's a myth, isn't it? It's like, yes, that oh, is no. a myth. No. Yeah, it's a real Brit thing. Irish, Irish audiences oh. will they try apparently they tried it years ago and it's like no Irish audience are like yeah. fuck them, move like, on. Fuck yeah, yeah fucking yeah. move on. Just make it funny. Um, but I I had it very easy. It was basically playing me, essentially, and everybody else was very good singers, very good dancers, and whatnot. And then this guy, you know. But I was the idea of me was I was there for not for the strictly adult humor, but my humor was to go over the heads of the kids, realistically. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. It's 50-50 and the last thing you need is the parents sitting there. Fucking hell, another fucking, you know, baby shark joke, right? Okay, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but what it did was it brought my horizons as to the kind of people you meet from. None of them were stand-ups, like none, none, not even, mm. not fucking within an ass's roar of stand-up. So yeah. it's very interesting to meet the kind of people who are professionally performers. And there was a boldness and a, and a but also there was a, what would you call it? I, if I was a smart person, I could think of the word I'm looking for. Not naiveness, but they were almost, they were all quite vulnerable, these people in a way, I found. Yeah. Whereas I, the kind of people, that, but vulnerable in a way that I'm sure everybody's vulnerable, but they were vulnerable, but then very much extroverted in other ways. And almost in stand-ups, I found they're fucking hardened because nobody looks after you in stand-up. Nobody looks after anybody in stand-up. There's nobody to fucking rub your back or tell you're great or nobody's telling each yeah, other they're yeah, great. Yeah. There, and there is no set through through line platform for anybody to go through it so it's just it's just you know drag up your yeah. shoulders and hammer through to stand up as best you can whereas these people were like oh at every opportunity they wanted i mean we we're talking in corridors and people are they're putting on a performance for your conversation like yeah so, that's exactly like the kind of clowning i'm doing now is kind of i did a theater course 2009-2012 kinsale college Drama, very good course for anyone. A FTAC level course, brilliant. Blaine and Belinda Wilder for stand up and all that. Right. Apparently, the first day I was there, she said to me that I, in the interview, I said, I want to be a stand up comic. But I didn't know. Like at the time, I thought I just wanted to do a drama course for um, drama therapy course, but I ended up doing theatre then. So I did yeah. a theatre course, but the stand up, because they do, you know, voice work and they do like, you know, a musical theatre and stuff, you can develop and they really are both interested in comedy. It's just funny. Of course, all the yeah, time. Yeah. You know, you want like they want funniness and being comedy is, you know, everyone wants to, to make each other laugh. So that's really the premise of it. So it's it's a really good course. But anyway, what was it say? so she um, was saying the, the theatre, what's Pantos? Yeah. So the play, the kind of 
the circus, the people or the clowning is another level. Like I'm working with Jonathan Gunning now. I don't know if you ever come across Jonathan Gunning, the name. Very familiar sounding name, yeah. Yeah, he's an actor, but he's just a brilliant clown. Like he's just like I don't know, you play all the time. It's like they he just clowns without borders going around all over the world. You know, for kids, like you're doing it's just it's not even juggling or circus trick, it's it's play all the time, yeah. playing games with them. And they once they, they understand the game, they're watching. So I don't know, theater people are like that too. They play for it's more play than, yeah. than words, and that's kind of the difference between the genres. So I feel like I'm I like the old stand-up. I, I do like the play as well. You know what I mean? So Fanny Head for me was a good little... Um, it's, 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 but it's so panto. The huge reveal yeah. at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, is yeah. a big, it is so panto. Like, it's, <laughs> like if, if only you had somebody actually smash a cymbal, you know, as well. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just for the impact of, of that or just a oh, funny... Because I'll, I'll, never, I'll never forget somebody doing stand-up, seeing stand-up being done on, in China mm. and in certain parts of Asia, they actually have like sound effects yeah when your punchlines land and lights and things like anime characters up on the up on the gantry like to tell people what emotion to feel in that moment <laughs> like do you know so it's like well jesus that's the absolute bottom rung of the ladder but i do doing the panto definitely helped my stand up first like there was a hundred percent change in it within the first gig back yeah, i was like yeah, what yeah. the fuck am i doing with my hands like and all of a sudden yeah. jokes that were grand were killing yeah. Like just because my hand and my head moved a certain way. Oh, oh! Yeah. But then I realized, oh no, you're absolutely in it. You've learned how to yeah. get get climb into the fucking story and not just be telling it. Climb into the story and wear it and show it to everybody. You know, it's a completely different concept, which I love the idea of it. Um, yeah. But but you no, are right. Is. There there is a there there is and through no fault of its own only and it'll keep developing as different people join stand up. But you're right. The the notion of cabaret people maybe i do i like the idea of the a bit of boldness i like that that she and i found that creeping into my own stand-up have you found that like when yeah. you're going well you did obviously you wore a big fanny on your head for the crack like yeah i do i like i i have um like i think sometimes i i you know that you think things that make you funny but like some of them are really filthy but like it's great though but i i don't i could write a lot more and actually as i'm playing here the last couple of weeks I, I i actually am been writing jokes the first time in a long time good and uh you know i was thinking of uh, one and you like this now because uh you know you're going around the room he just asked us our pronouns at the start of our development week and yes. i say because it comes across a bit and i say well oh, i like these yeah i have a bit of crack with these uh, sure i'll do he him i might get the firm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. so I might I could play around with that like that because that's so you're like but like why not like it's a um, so there is some jokes like oh will that work will I say it you know so it is fun to the cabaret with me and Laura I get to try things now you know you have your own platform and that was always what I wanted to be an MC you know to have an audience that comes back and then you can try what works and then continue you know what I mean so yeah it's great I'm I'm in certainly busy now so it's 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 great i mean i suppose the parents finally think that i'm an artist maybe so was, that, was, was that a thing like where you're going like did the rest of the girls go off and get kind of, you know normal jobs for the want of oh, yeah. all my mine did they all got no well i did for a while and then fuck that like i did as well i had uh got a, a healthcare assistant tour guide i'm a funeral celebrant oh. <laughs> like <a big> <laughs> i love i love celebrant I love how you you made like you made the distinct decision to go. I'm going to be a funeral celebrant. 
uh, I, I call, I listen, lads. I, I, you'll have to baptize the babies yourselves and marry yourselves. I'm, I'm a one, a one track yeah. woman here. I'm very. I have people. a one track pony. That's all. I don't want to do any marriages. <laughs> Not any bridezillas. I want to deal with dead people. That'll do. <laughs> nice and cute. Cute. I know you're already quite grand. Grand. So. No, but I think about like during lockdown, you know, I started to with doing the podcast with Laura. We did about the Good Grief podcast about yes, lost uh, siblings, and that was really good. We so we did keep going with uh, what do we want to do, and then when lockdown came out, so we did start performing again. So I don't know, you know, lockdown was great because you kind of start to value your time, and you do see then. Well, I I I really do think I can do this, and once I started telling myself I was an, a full-time, an act, I could do it, an artist, an actress, whatever. And then I started getting jobs, you know, like uh, the thing came up here with this. And that interest in how the universe works that way, like. That yeah, that's great. So I, I really am now potentially a taxpayer and hopefully the revenue now get onto me. But <laughs> they'll be chasing me. Trust me, Once they will. They, they yeah. will. They caught me a couple of years back. <laughs> that was a sore year. <laughs> but yeah. we're on the, oh, well. we're on the straight and narrow now. Yeah. now but. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Exactly. So it's good. It's good. It's good. I can't complain. I have to say it. That's, 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 I love, I love hearing good stories like that, that you've come at it kind of a slightly different way, but you're, it's sounds unbelievably interesting. Now that you're in a place like Clock Jordan, you're making a show that nobody in the country is making. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's great. It's great dancing it because George Griffin is a, one of the best dancers in Ireland. And um, she has us all doing like a dance routine. Like, it's going to be a great street show and it'll be, it's opening the Baltina Festival in Dingle. I suppose you mentioned that. Like it's opening that fe- in the, the Baltina, it's called the Baltina Festival. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, down Dingle. I'm saying it right. Maybe Baltina and something. This... Anyway, Baltina Fela, something like that. There's some name in it. But that's where it's opening. So we have full on until then so I'll be in Dingle for the first for that week just leading up to that so that'll be great and then we're in um oh yeah Junction Clonmel Junction Festival we're the Junction there, Festival yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we're in um Corja and Sligo so you've got some great ones an Aragul Festival up in Donegal so these are kind of you know hopefully now weather hopefully you know street shows are interesting because you're hoping the weather be good yeah. But it'll it, it I mean either move it you wait a couple of hours till it stops raining and it's you know it's 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 good because streets it shows are different because you have a captive audience, you know, you have people walking by, so it's a total new experience. But again, it's another big learning curve, you know. But yeah, it's a character. The clown is just a part of yourself you don't mind being laughed at. So I basically play an owl like 
a version of my father. <laughs> I mean, like, for some reason, every time I do anything, I'm a male character. No matter, just try my glass, anything, just the way I carry myself, people just go. So I've always, you know, so I can tap into something more clownish as a, as a male character. Do you know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah, so. But yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that comes down to whatever conduit is the easiest, like, too, because you, you get somebody like Ty Kiki, you know, who does those um, brilliant sketches yeah, yeah. where he's making the entirety of all the fucking unions want to fucking hate him. Yeah. He's at. But like, he, his, when he wants to really switch gears, he switches into a woman and does it impeccably, like, impeccably. Yeah, yeah. You know, really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, I guess, whatever. And I've actually found it too sometimes, like, even in the panto and stuff while we're because there was talks of, I was going to play I was going to be one of the ugly sisters one year I was like I'm oh, right. I am all for this like you wouldn't believe I was can I grow yeah. at the time I didn't have a moustache can I grow a big moustache like that's actually a great idea as well yeah, that yeah. she's going to have a big moustache or maybe Authentic. just a chin smeak or something like just <laughs> something but I again I found the immediate hilarity in that I was like this mm. is hilarious because I also I was a terrible woman but yeah, yeah. I was still defiant that I was going to be open. They didn't go for it at the end. I don't know why, but it was. But I, I have a quick, because I need to pick your brain quickly. I, I spoke, mm. I was chatting with Johnny B of the two Johnnies yesterday. We were looking into the back oh, of his yeah. van. He was after getting a bit of ash for Harley's. Okay. Of a fella that was, he was actually planting new, he wanted, the same fella now is, he's all about what we were just talking about. John, mm. he's a great man. He's, oh, I has been for years, like, you know, kind of a wild Johnny man. B. He's uh, he, he, I don't know what he's planting inside, but there's more trees he's going planting inside. But these these ash anyway. He said, "Look, I'd love to leave him, but the fucking disease might get him." Like, so mm. it would seem all the ash trees of Ireland are getting this bastard disease. Is there any idea where it's coming from or what? Like, it's a, yeah, it's it's ash dieback. It's 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 spread. It came in. Do you know it came in? Uh, I blame Fianna Fáil. You know the, the song Fianna Fáil. Yeah. They, they, they did bring it in port ash trees to, for the motorways, and they did bring in the disease from the middle. You know, the Poland that came from Virginia. Yeah, it will wipe out the ash trees. It's sad to say it. Like they will, like whether they go down, like whether they, you know, rot at their roots and fall. Which uh, we've got a couple of huge ash trees at home now. You know, hundred and something years old. But they look good every year. Me and Daddy look at them and say they look okay because some of them might turn around. Some of the trees are good. They might actually defend themselves or something, but young ash. But there is people working on it. I tell you, a guy, Klaus Leitenberger, he's a German guy. He's big into it, and Klaus. he's trying to find. Yeah, Klaus Leitenberger does a lot of stuff like the Irish grown Irish vegetables for. Yeah, vegetables for the Irish garden outside and inside. But he's Klaus has been working on it. Like there's something even actually nobody it's ironic, you know, piss helps if you piss, ammonia. I heard that, you know, yeah. Fruit. Natural human ammonia. Yeah, I mm. heard something about that. Yeah. I thought the DA lads could go out after a game, piss all over the trees. You know, um <laughs> Don't be but, wasting that piss. Yeah. And bottle up that piss, lads. We're... Yeah, bottle up that way you can your dream come true, you can piss in bottles. But um yeah, they don't know, Tom. Like the, the point is it might it might re uh, you know, like um because that's pe the people have plantations that are 20 years old, they're completely destroyed. You know, you can Jeez, see it, yeah. it gets, gets spots on them. You can tell the leaves won't come, you know, especially, you know, the way they say, like, ash trees should be out. Well, they should be out at the end of the month anyway. And then yeah. you can see, and if, if they're getting lighter in the, you know, you, you know, you'll know. But yeah, like it's a, it is bad because I don't know what the fuck. I mean, if they start planting more, you're not allowed to plant ash now. We're doing, supposed to be, 
going to do a native woodland scheme. I'm still waiting for trees. Three years, you laugh at this. Got the fucking proposal, and then next thing, they've ran out of trees because they destroyed loads um, a couple of years ago. Um, that, that's the problem with having only a couple of nurseries. They should have a nursery in every town if they really want to grow trees properly. You know, but anyway, the the um, there the, you can grow winter ash. You know, the roan. Yeah. So yes, that's probably yeah, yeah, the yeah. best one to grow. And it's the same job. It'll do the same job, but it, I think it's resistant to disease. But yeah, I wouldn't be planting ash. I think it probably, I don't know, until they find out. But they'll probably genetically modify the seed. Maybe. Maybe that'll be a good thing. That they Maybe can. that'll be a good, yeah. Resistance to it. But no, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Do you know, it's all over Europe and all, like, yeah, all the big um, ash trees. Yeah. And you know what's funny is when I... Years and years ago, I was, and I only passed the place recently, was I was maybe 13 or 14. I, I think it was 13. It was my first proper job job. And oh. I was working for a giant nurseries, hundreds of acres that were growing of different various trees. And, they were, and at one stage, this is kind of pre-Ireland getting any few pounds for any, we didn't fuck all motorways at this stage, really. Maybe it was 90, it was mid-90s. And yeah. a lot of Europeans European uh, politicians of what of sorts came and visited the nursery and bought a re- like hundreds upon thousands of our trees, bought them and brought them to fucking Europe. And you're like, Jesus Christ Almighty, could you That's not have had a could we, we not have had a word? Yeah. And they brought them in. They do. They're like, oh, our fucking trees are diseased. We'll bring them to oh, Ireland. I mean, we're an island. Fucking Fianna Fáil. That's why I'm like fucking oh. But um yeah, no, the the um that's so funny. What what nursery did you work in? Was it SAP? What? SAP nurseries. SAP. SAP. Yeah, because they're that... they're huge. Yeah, like, they're, they're still going. They are, they're... yeah, no, they're still going. They're still going. Yeah, I think they've they may have changed the name or whatever. They're still yeah. going. They're not on the colossal scale. They were they were on a colossal scale. Um yeah, well look, no, they're already of 300 acres or more, I think, of trees down there near Tinahili as well, around there. Nothing so hardy, excuse me. None so hardy. That's but, what, what was actually what was killing and brilliant at the same. You'll love this. Do you know what we got for our? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is what I'm. I never got to say this to you. Yeah. For, we have Natasha's a very eccentric uncle, and mm. um, fucking, he's a bit of a shaman. He's you know he drums and stuff like that, and he's sweat lodges and stuff. He's, but for our wedding present, he bought us a mm. hundred uh, miniature oak trees. Really, yeah. yeah, but I was like, Joe, what are we going to do with a hundred? I, I don't have, we're renting. What are we going to do with a hundred? Like, ah, fuck it. You'll find, you'll, I'm telling you now, the universe, you'll, you'll, you'll have a place that'll fit him. And like, I, so we left to go about six or seven months. I said, listen, we need, we need to go about these trees. We've this cool, we've this voucher like, and, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll put them in pots for now anyway, and we'll put them down at the mother's yeah. place. But we went out, and the saddest thing ever, they were noble sized. This is a noble nursery and it was closing down. Yeah. It was a sickener to see it. And your man says, oh, geez, we've none of them left anyways, but I can, I'll give you equivalent, something else equivalent. I said, well, look, we don't, don't give us a hundred of them. He says, yeah. okay, well, the equivalent pricing wise, I'll give you 18. And it's like these, I suppose they're, they're juvenile, but they're maybe all 12 foot high now of these very, they're unbelievable, these trees that he gave us. So I built giant boxes for them. So I said, so they're, they're going to need a fucking low loader by the time, by, yeah. the time they, by the time we actually get to plant them over, hopefully back the road. But it what, was... The, what type of tree are they, do you know? Oh, geez, I actually had the fucking... Do you know what? I'll text you on the list because you'll like them. They're lovely. They're lovely, these trees. Like they're... We got two two of each. They weren't all the one, same one because he didn't have them. 
I, unfortunately, just it was the saddest thing ever. We're out there and lads are just closing gates and you're going, what? You should be fucking booming. You should be absolutely booming, like. Well, that's mad. And then us um, running out of trees, your man couldn't. I mean, I, I could have been planted there in March. That was the plan to do a week of planting. I, I convinced daddy over three years to let me do the native woodland scheme. It's a nice bit of money. It's it's like 680 euro per hectare for 15 years. And you get to keep the thinnings or you can sell them, but they're good native wood. I mean, do you know, like I really believe in in, in to, to plant like maybe 5% of the farm or something in a wood because, you know, I, I suppose I, my sisters are therapists and stuff like that. I, I really believe in this na- retreats and stuff. And yeah. I'd like a wood. And I said, he's like, so the land will be gone forever. I said, yeah, but we all agreed they all want to have a wood. So that's... um. Well, it didn't gone. Oh. All you've done is decorate it. It's still fucking there, like. Yeah, but what it, the, the thing is now I'm thinking maybe I do the agroforestry and just put in the tree lanes and I can keep grass and, you know, or whatever. I can keep... um. Yeah, yeah, why not? Grow, grow crops and stuff. But we'll see. I, 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 it's, it's, you know, I've been waiting now. I just think, well, if it happens, it happens. At this stage, I'm just like almost giving up, but it's grand. If it happens, it happens, but sure, hey. And what, what what were the trees before I let you go? What were the trees you would you were hoping they're, to? They're a native woodland screen. So the pioneer trees are oak, lovely um, oak and Scots pine and what is that? Oh, I keep forgetting this. The, yeah, I think it's the roan. There's one other. This is so funny. I should know this now. <laughs> it's, it's been three trees. years oak. since you ordered a fucking thing. So yeah, but there, he was telling me all this. But then the understory is like hawthorn, holly different stuff like that so you know it's um but the ones that the scots pine the oak and i suppose it must be willow or one of them no willow is probably not that a pioneer i'll have to take i'll have to text you that too because that's yeah. my brain's got there <laughs> it's like it's like the triangle it's like you know um the whole and maybe it is hawthorn i don't know anyway either way a lot of oak a lot of scots pine a lot of birch that's it birch birch, birch. Yeah. brilliant so that once you get you get a lot of birch in Scots pine and oak, and then you can put in because ash is gone now because that used to be I guess a pioneer tree. So now it's then you put in the holly and hawthorn and willow and uh, you know elders whatever else you want then to to make it a, a wood. But um, yeah, so the, I have a lot of oak. I've planted about nine hundred trees at home myself, have and you? I'm heartbroken. Yeah, I was heartbroken, left Cork, so I just planted trees, anything that made me feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> just out there bowling, digging holes. <laughs> yeah, it was very therapeutic. Yeah, it's great. I think I'm a big advocate. I think trees are great. I, I did a project with a woman in the in the Growler, actually, over in Berlin. She's a big Brilliant. fanny as well. She's actually huge, the Virgin Mary. She has an actual, she's like the Virgin Mary, except she's a big veg, proper like, <laughs> growler. <laughs> And uh, she does talk. She's a Dublin accent. She's uh, and talks about all the sorts. Of, she's brilliant. So she connected with us, and she lives in Berlin. And we're going to do a kids project with the kids, just talking about native trees or what trees are native to Germany. Even though I probably oak is similar too. I'd say it's similar pioneer trees all over Europe and stuff. But yeah, so it's great. So I, I'm. I think trees. They are putting a hundred trees to every school in Ireland this year. That's probably where all my bloody trees are gone. But. That's a good thing, you know, but yeah. whether they look after them, though, and they have to not just take for granted, you know, that, that let animals, you know, rabbits, you know, the way anything will eat them small. Oh, sure, I know, sure, they won't. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. And so much work to like, do before you, it gets up. Yeah, it'd be very big work now if you've got deer, you'd have to feckin'. I'm lucky around here is no deer around us, like. Um, no, no, they'll be, if, if, if we do manage to uh, acquire that, that place behind 
There will be, be, be. I'd put an electric. Oh, you, you're wasting your time. You you could put in a fucking concrete wall 20, 50 feet high. You're wasting your time with okay. anything with deer. If they want in, they're in. There's only they, one way to, to to. There's only one way to stop them. If you get the land, they'll look up the agroforestry because they will. They give you if you get the scheme, they give you like all the trees and they give you in shoots, so they will be protected against that. You know. If you do it yourself, it costs a bit. But if you get a scheme, you get like a grant to get the yeah, fencing, yeah, yeah. Get, get all these tree, bar, you know, like protectors and stuff. So, no, I definitely think trees are, are the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Even, even I was saying it to the old fellow about Jesus, I says, even to square up that bit of land up there, I says, you'll firm it up with the roots as well as that to dry up the fucking corner of the field. And he was like, Jesus, yeah, yeah, that's the fucking job. All right. Yeah. yeah. The willow, not willow, like it's dormant. It's, it's almost out of dormant season now, but like willow, you can just cut it and put it in. Just keep taking. Oh, the, the parents, willow. that was yeah. it. The, the, as the parents were building the house here, before they even turned, cut the sod, they had the whole place planted. And people go, what? This is the early ages. They go, what the fuck are you doing? They went, but she, we want the trees now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So let's at least get them going now. And in two years time with the house finished, we'll have something going. Actually, they planted willows all over the place. And it was a wet, it was a wet spot now they got. Actually, the willows dried it up within two years. They yeah. stayed, the whole place sucked up, which is brilliant. Great. No, they're, they're, they're great. Well, that was a, with trees, yeah. Well, that was a great, um, yeah. Um, note at the end there, willows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where's... Uh, this my, I think my housemate, my roommate's coming in. I oh, Jesus, right. Perfect. Well, Jonathan Gooding. Oh, brilliant stuff. The, the Lord the Lord himself. The Lord Where himself, will, yeah. So how long are you going to be in Clock Jordan for? This will go out this Friday. So Friday to whatever it is, the, is it the 15th? Um, yeah, well, we're here for the next two weeks and then we're going to Dingle. So we are showing it here for the Feeding Ourselves Festival this, in the 23rd. And... Um, this is going to have Friday coming, is it? Yeah, yeah, Friday the fifteenth. Oh, well, to, if people are listening, to come to Easter Sunday Street sixty six for a cabaret show. Yes, good show. Yeah, fantastic. And then stuff. we got Tony Banks on eighth of May, but that's that's about it. I'll talk to you before then, anyway. Yeah, powerful, powerful stuff. Breathe Larkin, this has been an absolute joy. I, yeah, I'm, I'm invigorated. I'm going out now this minute to to piss on an ash tree and plant it on an Thanks a million, Brida. No bother at all, yeah. And my thanks again to Brida. Like she said, she's going to be in Clock Jordan now, this weekend, for a couple of... And she's going to be touring around massive... She's some woman for massive tours. So I'm very excited to see their show, joining up with your man from Lord Distraught. It's going to be a good one. Do check out, if you're into, what, like we talked about, the farming stuff, like Tal of Bio and stuff. I'm all over it at the minute. Very, very excited about that stuff. Like I said, shows coming up. Uh, if you want to find them, go down and have a look in the show notes from a new show clattered I'll be on the telly next week on Tuesday morning I'll be on Ireland AM if you want to see me make an idiot of myself on the telly couple of more fun things coming up if you are listening on Spotify would you do me a favour and hit subscribe hit the bell and mm, give it the five stars if you haven't already anything less than that keep them to yourself it's alright listen lads this has been mighty go on away and mind yourself and I'll talk to you again next week look at thanks it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.